0: Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Conscious Success Fan. Welcome to another episode of my podcast where I connect with spiritual leaders, starseeds and lightworkers to help you to connect with your higher self and with source to discover your truth and embrace the divine being you're designed to be. This podcast is aimed at helping you to discover the light both outside and within you and eliminate the fear that our 3D reality and our ego insists on pushing onto us. Once we discover who we truly are and we live from a place of love rather than fear, then we can ascend into the higher dimensions. So let me ask how many of you have had the privilege of tapping into your Akashic Records. I know I've been blessed to do it and it's something that every single one of us are able to do if we discover the process for doing so. It's open to all of us as long as we're in alignment. Well, our guest today is going to go into the Akashics and a whole lot more. Jennifer Spore is a channel guide who taps into the Akashic Records to help you to discover your purpose. She says that listening and taking action on the purpose and mission that God has placed on your heart is absolutely necessary when it comes to moving forward. Her mission as a channel and a wisdom keeper is to light the way as you guide your to support you in bringing forward the full remembrance and embodiment of your soul's gifts and ancient wisdom to be shared with the world. So without further ado, let's chat to Jennifer Spohr.
1: Hey, Jennifer, how are you? Hey, I'm great. And thank you for that completely like rock star introduction. <laughs> <You're awesome. laughs> thank you so
0: Thanks. much. Thank you so much for being here. I've been really excited to talk to you because as I said, I have actually tapped into the Akashics before and, and it's something I actually want to learn a lot more about because it's not something that um, I've had a lot of time and as you've said before, it's something you te- tend to be called to do. So we're going to go into that in a little bit but how about we start off by you telling us your story and, and how you got to be doing what you're doing right now?
1: Yeah, that's always a big question. I'm going to try my best to summarize it into just you know a few minutes. oh good essentially um you know the high level version of my story is that like so many people I was working in a corporate position actually I I used to work in the retail industry for gosh it ended up being over 23 years I think when I finally left so I didn't always work in a corporate role okay in fact my whole life was very has very much been outside of what one would consider to be you know typical society standards I didn't go to college to get a, a traditional degree I was on my own at 16 but I started working in retail when I was 19. And I genuinely loved it for so long. And, and I started out as an associate in the stores, worked my way up. And for the last 10 or so years of that career, I had a director role in corporate o- overseeing operations for about 1200 stores. So it was a pretty like wow. large company, but, but I really loved it for a long time because I loved working with people. Mm -hmm. and you know I wanted to be a teacher when I was young important to mention that because we're going to end up coming full circle here but um what I realized about why I stayed in that industry for so long was because I often refer to it this way but I was I was dating my purpose not married to it meaning that there were a lot of components about that career such as getting to teach mentor lift others up to success you know working with people that was part of of what i'm here to do but then there were other parts right the bureaucracy and some of the other things <laughs> that yeah. i didn't enjoy as much right what happened over time is that i started to feel no longer challenged in my job there weren't any more promotions or you know boxes Mm -hmm. to check off the list and so that's really when the fog started to lift I like to say I started thinking about what was next which was a big deal because for so long I thought I would retire you know from that that job my career was really well established at that point and Uh, but I didn't take action right away because of the fear of change, you know, could I find another job at that high level? And, and I was, you know, under the spell of thinking that I had to check certain boxes off the list in order to be successful. Like if I didn't have a degree, where would I go? All of the things. So I didn't take action. It was really, um, So probably almost two more years went by after that. And my mom was then diagnosed with terminal cancer. And it was really that journey that was the catalyst for me taking action. Mm -hmm. Because there was one moment in particular, I was flying back and forth between New Jersey and Idaho at the time to be with her. And I was at her bedside one day, It was just days before she passed and just just being present with her. And then my phone started blowing up and it was something happening from work and just understanding that this was in the context of I had a job where I was on all the time. Okay, Okay, yeah. So my phone was blowing up and in in the scope of things, it was really like an issue that wasn't the most important and could have been prevented. And I found myself in a moment looking at my phone, looking over at my mom. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, this is it. I'm done. I'm not stuck in my life. I'm finished. I don't have any clue what's going to happen next, (laughs) but I know that I'm ready for change and it was in that moment that my courage finally exceeded my fear now I didn't leave my job the next day it was a transitional it was a process but much like the lyrics of a country song I eventually I stepped down from my role
0: Mm -hmm. uh, my
1: corporate role and I rented my house out in New Jersey, packed up my car, headed out west, wow. and went back to Idaho uh, near where I grew up because I was feeling called to be closer to my family yeah. at the time um, after my mom passed. So that was how I left my corporate role. But I didn't start my business right away. I didn't know that I needed to. I thought okay. the solution to my problem was getting another job.
0: Uh as we often do we need that nine to five job to be able to survive
1: yes so that's the mentality anyways yeah so I uh interviewed with a bunch of different companies um I was still consulting just in a lesser role for my other company at the time um but every time I would have an interview for a position that based upon my performance, I'd be a shoe in for, there was always an anomaly where something would fall through. And the last interview I had with a well-known retail company, I had had six interviews with them. They had flown me out to meet their team and it was literally in the 11th hour of an offer and then it fell through and it was Uh that, final time that I finally you know started picking up what the universe was putting yeah, down yeah the universe is was, sending messages you're, yeah you're not meant to keep doing this work even just because this is really important for the listeners to hear too is because just because we're good at something doesn't mm-hmm. mean we're meant to do it because there's a difference between something that's part of your purpose which brings you joy and that you're really gifted at and a learned skill
0: yeah and I or, think And I think too that uh, what we were doing uh, is just part of our journey. So like you said, when you were working in the corporate and when you were working in the retail, that taught you a lot of skills and a lot of probably life lessons to help you get to where you are now. And we're going to take a a bit of a journey down the teaching path because I know that um, you're a lot like me in that respect where I wanted to be a teacher when I was younger as well um and so yes sort of kind of goes full circle so so go
1: on with your story jennifer yeah yeah so yeah absolutely it does and so uh so i was just in transition and and finally kind of starting to pick up on those signs (laughs) i again went into a state of reflection and started asking myself okay well it's not this then what is it And what I realized is that I wanted to start my own business because I realized something I realized throughout my own journey of awakening and transition during that time, I had invested in coaches, uh, healers, I'd had readings done, you know, um, spiritual teachers, all kinds of different people uh, to help me with my growth. But there wasn't one person who could relate to what I was experiencing and help me actually bring it all together to integrate, integrate who I was becoming into my physical reality. So that's it was my own journey that inspired me to do this work. And, and so I did it, I took the leap. And um, I remember the exact date That was my last day at my company, and that was June 10th of 2016. (laughs) I'll Uh always remember I haven't worked for anyone else. (laughs) And how has that
0: experience been? Like being uh, able to. It's a roller
1: coaster. It's a roller coaster. (laughs) I mean, it's like the biggest roller coaster that you would go on in the amusement park, right? I mean, I, I think becoming an entrepreneur is the ultimate test mm-hmm. of, of who you are at your core, right? And, and any kind of niggly that you have is going to surface. Yeah. You know, when you become an entrepreneur, that's not to discount the vast experience professional experience that i had but but leading in the way that i was leading for that large company and getting into this work was very very uh, (laughs) very different different. what you were doing (laughs) it does and 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 uh you know, our purpose isn't an end destination. It's just as much a journey. And so there have been iterations in my business over the years. Mm -hmm. Um, My work, the core of my work has always been the same. And that's been supporting people to bring forward their own wisdom and gifts and align with their highest path. Uh, But as time goes on, I continue to hone my gifts and that's really, you know, what led me to working in the Akashic records, which I've been doing for the last couple of years. I was, I was providing clients intuitive support and channeling support prior to that, but then I felt called to the records and, and that's been an amazing adventure so far as well. And I think that as
0: we go through our awakening experience, as we go through our spiritual growth, we do tend to veer off and change our direction. I've done it myself a number of times um, depending on what my higher self is guiding me to do, depending on what I find my higher purpose is. And my higher purpose has always been one of connection. It's always been one of connecting other people with each other connecting other people with their higher selves and with source and so I think once you discover what your purpose is as as you have you've got you've got a real excuse me a real set um purpose as to what you're here for but that's going to change as we move through as we move through life and we're going to evolve um spiritually and and So it must have been quite an experience um, going from that corporate. And what made you want to, I suppose, go down that channeling and that spiritual path? Was that something that just came to you one day or? Yeah, I mean, basically. Mm, yeah. You know, I had
1: um, the feeling drawn to that work came to me the best way i can put it really is dribs and drabs you know yeah. like so so much of the guidance we receive does um this is a great question, actually, because I'm thinking about that now. And it really did come to me in little kind of droplets. Like I I remember a few years ago, I, because I also read tarot and, and Oracle, I don't, I don't do that as part of my day to day business. But it's just another thing. Yeah. That I'm I love tarot and Oracle. So yeah, in. it's another thing I'm trained in. But Anyway, I had purchased a deck several years ago. It is an Akashic Records Tarot. Okay. Deck. So, that would probably have been the first sort of sign mm-hmm. and I really resonated with those cards. You know, you just feel the energy yeah. of the cards and and then I started researching the Akashic records and just taught myself essentially how to access my own records. And then I thought, because i have been working with clients professionally for, for a while, you know, before I started working in the records and, and then I felt drawn to, uh, train in the records more extensively to be able to serve my clients in that capacity as well. So then yeah. I invested in a much deeper, more extensive program around that. Um, and then now I'm feeling called to teach other people how to <laughs> connect Excellent. with their records. So that was really kind of the Cliff Notes version of my journey to the right. records. <laughs> and, and it is, it's, it's, it is interesting how,
0: how we just get called to it. I mean, I'm a naturopath. That's where I first started off. And then I took a detour, as you did, and I ended up going to um, mindset because mindset was something that I was super passionate about. And then I woke up one morning and my higher self was tapping me on the shoulder going, ah, time to change direction again. And that's when I came into the spiritual field. So I think that it's it's something that's a process and it's something that comes to you just just naturally, especially if you're – tapped into that higher self if you tapped into that source source energy so um so we're going to start off by just saying how
1: about you explain to us what
0: are the akashic records
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so the akashic records are essentially the storehouse of information for your soul Mm -hmm. and your soul is eternal and so the akashic records holds the information for all of your incarnations Past, present, future lives, experiences, beliefs, relationships, emotions, all of it. Yeah. Is in your records and the records are also a place to where you can experience not just receiving information, but powerful quantum healing as well. Oh, okay. So, so how can how can tapping into those akashic records
0: help? Say, say if somebody's struggling with something at the moment, how can tapping into the um, akashic records help with that healing side of things?
1: Yeah, so really, uh, it just becomes a matter of connecting to the records and asking, you know, your your record keepers and guides whatever yeah. it is that you want resolution around, right? You know, what is the root cause? What's important is that, you know, especially if you're accessing the records on your own, is that the more detailed your question is, the more information you're going to ask, right? So yep. your guides are going to give you the answer to exactly what you ask them. And you might experience guides providing you know, information voluntarily, it really depends on what your own intuitive gifts are and, and what you're sensing because everyone's experience is unique to them. But as a general rule, definitely get clear on what it is specifically that you want to receive information around and be willing to go deep in the questions that you're asking, right? So if you feel like you're getting maybe kind of like a surface level answer and it could be as a result of the question you've asked is, you know, continue asking for further clarity, right, to go deeper until you get to the root of, you know, whatever it is that is causing you to feel misaligned. Okay. So within the Akashic
0: Records, uh, you you often say the Akashic Records are a really important um, way for you to access your purpose so so how does how does that work is that because we're able to travel into like um into our souls past timelines or how does that, how does that happen because of course well, yes, all soul of contracts there isn't it
1: yes so all of that resides in your records right mm-hmm. what i love about because you can receive information intuitively outside of the records. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what I love about working in the records is that it takes away any subjectivity because mm-hmm. you're going directly to your soul. You're going directly to where the information already resides. So there's no guessing, you know, there's no subjectivity to it. Uh I find that it's a much more direct path to receiving clarity yeah. and to receiving healing as well.
0: Oh wow! Okay. And so, what sort of questions can we ask the the Akashic records then?
1: Right. Well, I would. Avo- I'll start with what to not to do. Yeah. <laughs> I would avoid asking yes no questions mm-hmm. because yes no questions don't really provide Provide you with a wealth of information right or like I mean you know what I mean is asking questions in a way where you're going to get a yes or no answer yeah Um, there is a time for that but for the most part asking questions that are that are open-ended like what or how or you know where yeah ones that
0: ones that are really going to provide you with that with that um, deeper answer we when we go to the Akashic Records yeah. we want something that really taps into that soul and allows yes. allows it to be able to tell us exactly what's um like like our purpose
1: um yes yeah
0: so, yeah. so, so <laughs> I was just going <laughs> to say is that how is that how you discovered like your purpose or was that kind of like a did you discover it in a different way
1: no, no. I pursued my purpose prior to the records. That was that was back when I decided to start my business. Yeah, okay. Fantastic. So I was already called. I was already on a track. I mean, I just started working in the records a couple of years ago, so I've already you already been kind of, out. down that down that path. But but our purpose is always evolving too. So yes. you know, there can always be questions around that. Um, what's important is, is to be, is to set an intention to be willing to receive whatever information comes through um, and to be emotionally and energetically just in a place of love and grace when mm-hmm. you go into your own records, or if you're receiving a reading because you um, depending on your energetic frequency you know you can actually like if you're upset or you know about something uh, the way that you interpret information can be skewed because of your own emotional attachment so it's super important to to be in a kind of a neutral place
0: oh uh, yeah of course because because your emotions and and other blocks and stuff can get in the way when you're trying to uh get into the akashics so so how how are we able to i know that you're um you're actually in the process of of creating some group training or something for people to learn how to do that but what are some tips that we can take if we're wanting to get into our own akashic records
1: you know i would recommend because there are plenty of like guided meditations on YouTube to yeah. go into your own records, I would recommend going there as a first step. Okay. Um, you can simply, you know, select a guided meditation that feels aligned for you to go into your own records and start to explore that way. Uh, if you're interested in doing something more structured, like a self study, the, The school that I trained in, the Soul Journeys Method, offers um, a self-study program for level one. Okay. Level one, which is the initial, you know, learning how to access your own records. So you can go that route too. And I think the web address is... Soul Journeys, S O U L J O U R N E Y S dot C A because it's based out of Canada. So it okay, um, can go journey. that way as well. But yeah, it can start with something as simple as going on YouTube, right? And listening to a guided meditation that feels aligned for you because there are a lot of different ones out there. Yep. So I think it's important to be discerning. in in what you're choosing, right? Like, it might not be the first thing that comes up in results, you know, like, feel free to, to kind of scroll through and feel into your body what feels aligned for you. That's, it's really important to know what truth feels like for you and your body
0: yeah absolutely absolutely and there's so much amazing stuff on YouTube so many great meditations that you can go for go through and I found some incredible ones that i I do daily as well so what would um what would somebody say they went into their akashic records what can they expect like like do you hear the message do you feel the message how how will they be able to actually figure out what it's trying to tell them?
1: Right. That goes back to how your intuition speaks to you. Yeah. Right. So how your intuition, how your guides speak to you, there are four, you know, there are more than four Claire's and Claire means clear, clear, you know, clear. Yeah. Uh, but there are four of the most common ones, right? You're either going to hear, see, feel, or know, mm-hmm. uh, the information that comes through to you. So being tapped into that is really key, right? And then trusting um, the information that initially comes through that 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 is the information. Like our ego mind can.
0: Yeah, that's the problem is kind of pushing the ego aside just so that you can get that information downloaded. So
1: Yeah, and so setting an intention, right, as you're accessing your records that you're, you're clearing any interference that you're setting your ego mind aside and being intentional around dropping down into your heart space, which is, you know, where the intersection of the spiritual and physical is. Yeah. Um, is, is really important when you're, you know, you kind of you want to be in a sacred space when you're doing that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well wow, that's that's awesome. I think I think it's definitely something that I recommend for for people to take a look at. And because we can we can delve into past lives. And uh, I know that when I had my Akashic Records read, we we delved into a few of my past lives as well, which is which is very interesting and also helps you to piece together what's kind of going on in your life right now. And that's the thing I learned a lot from from my past lives as to different blocks that were still sort of stuck in this particular lifetime that I had to move through and so it's definitely something really interesting to to go and and start tapping into that how how often do you recommend that somebody that somebody does this like if you if you had clients and and they wanted to tap into the akashic records is it just whenever you feel like you have a, something that needs answering
1: yeah i mean that or or you could go into them daily yeah just, I mean, going into your records is also a, kind of like a form of meditation because you're in a theta state yeah. when you're in there. So you could nice. go in every day. In fact, I mean, uh, I would encourage it if it's something you're feeling called to. It's a lot like working a muscle, right?
0: Yeah. Just continue, continue working on it. Awesome. So, so, listeners, what I'll recommend is that you do head across to YouTube and you start to find some really good um, meditations that allow you to tap into that, into those Akashic Records. And actually I think I might even try one today. Um, and so is there, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on when it comes to
1: that, Jennifer? I, I just would, you know, put emphasis on ensuring that you create a sacred space for yeah. yourself to summarize, make sure that you're feeling in a place of loving grace and a neutral space when you're going in, and be prepared for, you know, whatever information it is. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you even wanted to, if you went into your records and wanted to just get guidance for the day, you could even ask a question like, once you open your records, uh, you know, what information do you most want me to know yeah. now? Or, mm-hmm. you know, for today.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing, it's knowing like with super clarity as to what you're wanting to know when you go into those records and and setting that intention before you go in there so um that's awesome thank you so much for that jennifer is is there any um let us let my listeners know how they're going to be able to contact you what you have going on in the future and um and we'll leave it at
1: that yeah so i so i also have a podcast awaken on purpose yes you do Uh, awesome the best way to connect with me would be to visit my website at jenniferspor.com so that's j-e-n-n-i-f-e-r-s-p-o-r yep Um, and you can find my podcast there and all the different ways to work with me and all the different places on social media that you can connect with me
0: fantastic well thank you so much for being here with me today jennifer and i know that people have gotten a lot of insight into the akashic records i definitely recommend that they go and check um check out your podcast because i have listened to some episodes and it's fantastic and um and i look forward to speaking to you again soon
1: sounds wonderful thanks so much for having me thanks so much jennifer you have a great evening okay you too thank okay, you do
0: bye-bye